0: Hello and welcome everyone to a brand new episode of the Passion, Pain, and Personal Finance Show with me, your host, Austin James, where our main goal is to take you from being an ambitious side hustler to becoming a profitable solopreneur. So, today's guest, utilizes science-based mindset and psychological tools for high-performing entrepreneurs to help them create a better work-life harmony, increase productivity, and more fulfillment in what they do. So, it is my absolute pleasure to have on today's episode, Mr. Simon Parsons. Simon, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Hey, I appreciate it, Austin. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. I am a fan of your work. I've listened to some of your episodes and we are definitely aligned, my friend.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that, man. And and I, I'm sure after uh you know going through this, you know, the usual podcast, you're, you're gonna have a lot more fans, man, because this guy is awesome, trust me. So let me dive into it. I don't wanna waste any time. Simon, I mean, what do you do? Tell us a little bit more about what you do
1: and more importantly, why you do it. You got it, my friend. So I am a mindset and personal development coach. I specifically work with high-performing entrepreneurs. I love working with side hustlers as well as uh, commission-based uh, executives, uh, sales reps, uh, people who uh, can affect their 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 compensation through higher performance. So I like to help them out with. Uh, psychology, human behaviors, uh, neuroscience, and boil that down into a way that people can understand that. Basically give them a pathway to uh, utilize mindset tools and, and hacks to uh, level up their performance. As you know, a lot of us can get in our own way. I mean, one of the biggest things that holds us back is ourselves, right? It's I believe that we can figure anything out. And um, basically I help high performers get in the right mindset optimize their mindset and find the tools that they need to to succeed to create their own drive instead of relying on being motive, motivation coming from other people create the internal drive and desire for them to uh live with passion live with energy and create the life that they deserve a little bit about uh, how i got into this so i've always been into personal development uh i about 20 years ago i started listening to tony robbins i, I was very fascinated by that uh, at the time, I was working in hospitality, and I found myself really uh, doing a lot of coaching—just informal coaching with people, helping them out with uh, solve problems. And uh, <laughs> never, never imagined I would be getting into this, but I—I I had a lot of fun uh, doing uh, informal coaching with people, and uh, I kind of faded away from that eventually. And I got it—I became a club DJ, and that was where I learned a lot about entrepreneurship. Uh, For me to do well in that environment I mean everybody wanted to be a DJ and I did not want to go play in the back rooms or the lounges I wanted to be playing on the the big stages so essentially I had to create my own production company where we created the parties we brought them to the clubs and uh, we packed them out so I had to learn a lot about networking I had to learn a lot about marketing I just had even some psychology behind sales so that helped me really get going into entrepreneurship. But at the t- time, you know, like I was, I was having a little bit too much fun, doing a little bit of partying and stuff and just, you know, living the rock star lifestyle. So I, I kind of fell away from that personal development side of me. But uh, what I had done in, in, in my younger years, Austin, really helped the foundation for me to come back to that and for me to do well in most business environments, just simply because it helped me see things in a different perspective, uh, as far as it goes with mindset, uh, eventually I got, uh, I, I built a business that um, really thrived for a while. Uh, eventually, that business died because I couldn't keep up with Amazon and eBay. I was doing uh, a, I, I had an online business where I sold car products, and basically the margins were killing me. I couldn't keep up with the big guys. I had to close that down, and then I got into sales, and that's where things really started to fly for me. Got into an amazing opportunity with a great company, and I was crushing it for about five years. And I think that was all because of the mindset work that I had done 20 years before that. But what was crazy is I, I started getting obsessed with personal development and mindset. And in 2019, I just made that and, you know, I asked myself, what would my life be like if I immersed myself into personal development? If I started surrounding myself with the the highest performers in that realm, what would my world look like? And uh, from a performance perspective, that year I was able to um, add about 35% over my five-year average. So I was doing well but in one year, just through mindset, I was able to add another 35% on top of not just the previous year, but what I had been averaging over the five previous years. That year, Austin, I was also less stressed than I've ever been. I made less cold calls than I, I probably averaged like three call or uh, eight calls a day. Uh, most reps are clocking in 50 to 60. I've heard even up to 100. But I, w- I was making about eight phone calls a day. <laughs> and uh, less stress than ever, like wonderful balance in life. And then I had a lot of reps start asking me about what I was doing. And, um, you know, at first, you just kind of have that, a little bit of a scarcity mentality where you don't want to share your so-called secrets, (laughs) right? (laughs) But I'm also a big fan of abundance, right? Sharing what you know. And, And just like you told me a few minutes ago, Austin, uh, you know, by sharing, you you learn, right? Like you're sharing information, you're connected with a lot of amazing entrepreneurs on your podcast. And so uh, I kind of started doing the same thing. So I thought that the best way for me to level up is to teach everybody what I know and not hold anything back. So I started doing some mindset coaching within the sales organization, teaching other reps what I was doing. Uh, eventually I, when COVID hit, you know, things kind of got a little crazy and that became my window to start teaching that externally, to start my own business externally, coaching other high performers on what I was doing. And the crazy thing, my friend, is a lot of these concepts, they, they they cross over. They cross over into your personal life. They cross over into your relationships. They cross over into your business. And you know, to sum it up, that's why I do what I do, is because one, I'm absolutely obsessed with this stuff. Two, as you can tell, I believe in this. And three, I love seeing other people succeed, my friend. That's awesome. That's, that's,
0: woo! Yeah, that's, that's, no, seriously, that is awesome because, you know what, a lot of people have that kind of passion for what they do too, but they're, they're scared to take that next step or they're, they're scared to level up. So just the fact alone that, you know, your main mission is to help people kind of overcome those limiting beliefs and kind of get out of their own way and just and just grow exponentially. That's huge. That's
1: huge. Absolutely, absolutely. Because as you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you work with a lot of people where their their head gets in their way. I see it all the time, my friend. I work with sale, sales reps where we talk e- we talk each other out of deals before even giving that choice to the client. Because you you hear one thing and you make an assumption you start worrying about failure and you hold yourself back. But I firmly believe that forward motion is not as much about stepping on the gas as it is unloading the shit that's holding you back.
0: Yeah, that's huge, man. Seriously. And, and just, you know, tying it back to what you mentioned about, you know, having an abundance versus a scarcity mindset. That's something. A- I feel like that's that's something that's talked about, but it's not talked about enough. Like not not enough people are hearing about that because, you know, growing together is is the fastest way to you know reach those new heights that you're looking for. You know, if you've got that scarcity mindset, like you mentioned earlier, where you know I've got this skill, I know these other guys are asking me about it, but I'm not going to tell them because they take no having the abundance and the thought that you know what I know this, it works for me. Let me teach as many people about this as possible. That's what helps you grow. That's what builds that reputation, builds that brand, and that just helps you in your own personal development. That's huge.
1: Yeah, you mentioned that before we we started recording is that you spend a lot of time help, just giving as much as you can to help other people, and that that I definitely believe that comes back from a psychology standpoint. Th- there's there's big implications right there. If if you're too busy clutching on with both hands. You don't have a hand open to receive more like you you hold on so tight to things and what is that telling your subconscious when you're afraid to lose you know if you're afraid and i believe this with philanthropy too i believe that you know i'm a big believer in giving you know financially and with your time because we that's what we want the most of is is we want time and we want you know we want to be able to make some money as well and when you give that out you're telling your subconscious that you're not a that you're an unlimited source like that that alone gives you the confidence to really move forward but I, I i'm extremely passionate about abundance mindset and so many people they they really fall victim to this idea that there's a you know a limited amount of both time and money love relationships friendships it, there is un, unlimited and once you realize that you open the door to be able to tap into that right right and and it opens up so many different
0: opportunities for you instead of looking at you know your competition as you know your mortal enemy is there any way having that abundance mindset is there any way you can tag team with someone in your field you know that can open up different opportunities i know personally for me um you know i didn't really grasp that concept of abundance versus scarcity until I actually started my business, and not even not even when I started, but a little bit later in the game too, because initially I had that mindset, and I, I feel like that's that might be the case for a lot of people that have their side hustles or they're just starting out. They're they're really focused on just you know just making tons of money. They want to make money, that's why they start the business, and. You know they they don't want to give as much because they don't want to give the store away. You know they don't want to give away everything because it's like okay if I give you know everything I know to the market, it's like what will I have you know for my business? But when you when you really twist things around, I mean, giving away you know years of your experiences and knowledge is what draws people to you. You know if I see someone's more of a, of a giving person I want to reach out because I want to know I want to know as much as I can from them you know so that's what makes me reach out to someone not someone that like you said is, is kind of like gripping the table with both hands they don't want to let go you
1: know? yeah absolutely I think we um when we give first of all there's there's always someone you know there's some people who will not invest in themselves they will not spend money they will not spend the time and so you can put that out there and you don't necessarily want those people as you know they have to figure out for themselves to invest but those probably aren't going to be your best clients but once you start giving you can practically teach everything that you know on social media but people are looking for like a, a blueprint right like you could literally tell people everything that you do and there's people out there that just want hey just tell me exactly the like the blueprint like you can give them bits and pieces and share a vast amount of knowledge and, and inspire them. But they're like you should be compensated for that and they should be willing to pay too. I think that you know one, one thing I'm a big believer in is investing in myself. And right now there's no better investment than in yourself. I mean, everything, every asset out there is absolutely in a bubble. The best thing you can do is spend money on yourself. And if you're not willing to do that, if you're not willing to spend some time or money or both on yourself, again what is that telling your subconscious it's telling you telling your subconscious that you're not worth it right that you have doubt but i believe you know that whatever you teach you can always monetize that while also giving a good um, amount of free information out there to inspire people and also you build that no like and trust factor that is being in sales that is absolutely so important i mean People think sometimes that sales is like, you know, high pressure, you've got to pitch people, you've got to be salesy. It's actually the opposite. Like I'm so laid back. I just I'll, you know, I'll tell people call me even if they have a question that's not directly related to to what I do, you know? If I can if I can help them out, I'm happy to. If, if I can't help them, I'll point them in the right direction. And when you do that, what it does is it brings down that buyer's resistance. And people, like you said, they start to trust you and you, you add value, but there's also a level where you can really tie things in together for people because people, they they love having a blueprint, especially if you've done it before, like with your, your experience in business, Austin, there's entrepreneurs that are following your podcast that would love a step-by-step process on how to do that. Right,
0: right. And, and And think about how much more you would actually enjoy what you do in your business if you have that kind of mentality, because if you're always, on that flip side and and you're, you're kind of like paranoid that you, you will always try to make sure you don't give away too much that your competition doesn't know too much. You're, you're so focused on yourself that you're missing the point. But when you're just focused on just giving, I mean, if you really enjoy it, if you're passionate about what you do, you want to talk about it. My wife tells me to shut up all the time because I'm always (laughs) talking about the business, but it's because that's what I'm passionate about. So, you know, when I try to make the podcast and I see it too. I'm going to put all the information to to check out Simon, but you'll see it even in his posts. Um, you'll, you can tell someone that's so passionate about what they do that even if they don't get paid, they'd still do it. And you can really see that on Simon. You'll see that when you check him out for sure. But that's, that's what makes it enjoyable too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's so much more energy. If, if you can align with Passion before money, like the money will come. Right. But it, the, the difference is, is if you're if you're after money first, you're chasing. If you're leading with passion, you're attracting. Mm-hmm. Two completely different ways to look at it. Right. Like one of the, one core thing that I just absolutely love is just understanding the power that comes from living with passion, and that's that's part of the name of your podcast. I love that. <laughs> and, and you have unlimited energy like I when COVID came up I, you know I thought we were going to be hunkered down for two weeks so I'm like I'm going to make the best of these two weeks I am going to train hard I'm going to eat right I'm going to learn a few things I'm going to networks with some people I'm going to make some money right two weeks becomes three weeks which becomes four which becomes three months which becomes a year and after a year of me just being hyper productive like I felt really good now it's time for me to scale back a little bit right but I mean I was going after it you know three hours of morning routine then hitting my work day, then content creation engaging with my audience family time you know seven and a half hours of sleep but I I, I would get a lot done day after day after day after day for over a year a year and Looking back on that, I'm like, how, how the hell did I do that? Because some people struggle <laughs> with, I, I, you know, I do mindset challenges and sometimes we'll do like a morning routine challenge and it's it's tough for some people to even get through a week of just the morning routine part, let alone all the other things on stacked on top of that. But when you are aligned with your passion, you know this, my friend, it is, it, it's almost like nuclear energy. It is so powerful.
0: Right. And, and then you know, and, and it ties back to what you mentioned at the beginning too, because like helping people to, you know, not need external like sources for their motivation, but being their own source. And yeah, if you're yes, passionate, yes. you know, that that passion, I mean, that's cliche as it is. I mean, that's that fire that's burning with you know within. So you'll find yourself kind of doing it second nature because you just love doing it. You know, a year ago, would I see myself, you know, trying to read business books and, you know, eight, nine o'clock at night, listening to, you know, uh, people talk about marketing and sales. Uh, no, but because I, I kind of developed that passion and then same with you, you don't even think twice about it. You just do it and you like it, you know,
1: you picked, you picked up on something really good there, my friend. You talked about the difference between drive and motivation. I'm, I'm really big on that. To me, motivation is going to a uh, a workshop or maybe an event, right? The rah, I call them rah-rah events. You go to like, you know, here's some big influencer speak in an arena and pay a ridiculous amount of money. And you're all pumped <laughs> up. Energy's there. And then by Monday, you're like, well, where the hell did that all go, right? Yep. Build that internal fuel. Like, tap into your passion. Get into alignment, right? And I think a big part of that is serving others, you know, like, Passion is what you love to do. Purpose is helping other people out with that. When you combine that, both of those, that is unlimited drive.
0: Mm, yeah, that's that's immense. Because and and you know another side to that too is just sometimes, especially when you when you've got your own business, when you're just starting out. I know at least personally for me, I, I expected when I started my business and I put it out there you know, all my friends and family, they would all be buying the products. They'd all be buying, I'd be working with all of them. Um, they'd be my biggest cheerleaders. And then, you know, I just kind of have that consistent source, but no, I mean, I've obviously I've got some, some people that are still like consistently me, but as time goes on, I mean, you've gotta be that source for yourself. Because you might not have everyone kind of backing you up and super supporting you and being your cheerleader. You have to be your own. And sometimes, I mean, that's easier said than done, but it, it has to be done for sure. You know, you've got yeah. to be able to yep. develop that, that passion. And that's why I think what you do is, is so important because when it comes to a business, a lot of times people are talking about money. They're talking about marketing. They're talking about sales, but no one's talking about that behind the scenes stuff. Because having the right mindset when running your business will keep you from closing up shop when things get tough you know absolutely
1: you know what's crazy Austin is you'll hear almost every sales organization talk about the importance of mindsets and a lot of them will say you know being successful is 80% mindset 20% mechanics or 20% strategy I'm sure you've heard that I hear it all the time how many sales organizations coach mindset I I, I doubt there's very many there may and and the one the ones that do maybe it's just like a, you know one hour two hours here or there. the focus should be on mindset and I, I told you about my experience in 2019 and starting to coach other people I realized that for five years I was teaching people the, the strategy right hey let's listen to your call like what if you tweak this what if you tweak that yes there's a part of it. just like there's a part of mo- motivation it, it, it's good to be motivated it's good to have other people You know, inspire you and and to create that spark. But really, a lot of that's internal. And back to the mindset piece, it is just so incredibly important because everybody says it. Mindset is eighty percent, strategy is twenty percent. So why are we not acting on that? Why are we still teaching eighty to one hundred percent strategy without focusing on the mindset part? Right. Yeah, because
0: i mean you might if you don't have that part covered i mean if you go into that sales call you're gonna be stressed out you're gonna have your lower self you know kicking your butt while you're on that call and then it's gonna it's just gonna kind of like excrete out your pores when you're when you're on that phone call and the person that's listening they're gonna pick up on that
1: you yeah, know, absolutely but, you know you no, absolutely like, i can walk down I can walk down the halls of a sales organization and just hear people picking up the dial and like so limp in how they talk with people. When you talk to me, my friend, you can tell there's passion in my voice. You can tell like when I talk about mindset, when I talk about passion, purpose, you can feel that coming through. And that's, that's another reason why it's so good to be aligned with what's true inside of your heart because that impacts your sales. I think that's that right there. Passion is more important than than strategy or the product. Right. You know, you can give away a lot of free information, but you can also um, bring on clients by being just tapping into that passion because they can feel that energy. Sales is a transfer of enthusiasm, transfer of energy, transfer of passion.
0: Right. And the strategy won't won't mean anything. If you don't have that that foundation first, you got to have that foundation.
1: And the strategy will unfold. If you have a strong enough why, you you'll figure it. Like if, if you were really tapped in your your brain is the most powerful supercomputer there is. It's It's just becoming aware of the tools and being able to see them. we all we all have so many tools available to us, right? But sometimes we don't see them. we We're blind to them. Things can be right in front of us. And if you're not engaged, if you're not passionate, if you don't have purpose behind what you're doing, like you're going to be really limp in, in in your business or yourselves. Right. And
0: that's and that's what's going to separate you from being either either tactical or strategic. And, and when you're tactical, you know, you're you're doing things for money now. You're just so focused on the money. You have to do this now, 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 now. But when you're thinking strategy, you're thinking long term. And that phrase long term carries over into every aspect of your business, especially the relationships you have, you know, so you want every relationship that you start and that you establish, you want that to be long term. So the only way you're going to be able to do that, I mean, if you think about who your, you know, your greatest friends are, you know, your friends, because you have that, like you mentioned, you have that exchange of enthusiasm, that exchange, that transfer of energy, of passion back and forth. So when you're building that kind of, you know, long term relationship based on what you're actually passionate about, that's what's going to lead you to that real success, you know, instead of focusing on, I need money now, 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 Right. Not too well.
1: Exactly. It's like if you want, you know, if you want to eat, you go find trees that have fruit rather than becoming the tree and growing your own fruit. Like when you, (laughs) when you nurture yourself, when you, when you, you build that from within, right? Like money is just a symbol of the value that you give the world, right? So why are you chasing it instead of creating it internally? When you really tap into yourself and you do the inside work, you do the mindset work, you do the hard set work, you you lead with passion, you lead with integrity, you lead by serving other people. The only possible outcome, in my opinion, is massive abundance.
0: Right that's what we want whether in business or or in life like this this whole discussion you know ties into that whether i mean everyone that's listening business but in and out of the office you can apply this line of thinking you can have that abundant mindset in and out you know you should be living your life with that kind of viewpoint that kind of mindset of abundance let me give give and give because that's that's really when you receive tenfold
1: yeah absolutely if you are truly abundant, abundance are you even worried about giving something to somebody else uh, right. <laughs> a, a secret or money or whatever like if you truly believe you're infinitely capable of producing abundance why would you even worry about giving anything away right and how do you do that the first step is to take that action to become that to become the tree that produces the fruit rather than going out and trying to pick fruit from other places right Create it and that's
0: you know, and we, we kinda tapped into already, you know, usually we're we're talking about, you know, what's what's the great things about running a business and what are the challenges and I feel like we've really covered that because the the great thing is that if you're if you're truly living abundantly, you've got that right mindset, you're you're doing what you love, you're doing what you're passionate about. That's the best part. And the challenge is is if you don't have that mindset, I mean if you have or I guess if you have kind of like a a mental withdrawal from that mindset, it's stressful, it's tough, but you have to always be striving to live abundantly. I love that.
1: Yeah, I I, I would say, to take it a little further too, is Mm -hmm. this is one of my affirmations that I say to myself every day, is if they can do it, so can I. If somebody else is out there doing it, and I I, I pose this question to people, like if so-and-so is doing this, why can you can you give me one reason why you can't? The only the only time where there might might be an exception would be in, you know in the physical world, like in sports or you know with the athletes. But even then, I, I still question if if people can't do if they were were if they were showing up on the highest level, you know why couldn't you do anything, right? Like there's, I mean, I think there there might be some physical limits to certain things. But I I honestly question myself when I say that, is that even a limiting belief? But as far as business goes, if somebody else is doing that, you can do it too. It's just a matter of figuring out the process and dissecting that and finding the relevant piece in the moment and knocking that one off the list and then moving to the next and systematically destroying every obstacle in your way.
0: Love it, love it. And failing along the way, too.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. There's no failure, there's outcomes, right? Right. A right. mad scientist, think of it as like being a mad scientist. Yeah. Think about Beaker from the Muppets just blowing stuff up, right? He, <laughs> he's putting whatever into those little little flasks and, and he has outcomes, but he doesn't really have failures. Like we can be like that. Yeah. We can, we can have outcomes, you know, and, and it's data, right? Every time you have an outcome, it didn't. It may not have been the outcome that you expected or you desired, but the outcome gives you feedback. It gives you data to which you can improve upon. Right.
0: And that's you know what you tapped on it because I was going to say, I know personally with me, too, and my clients been trying to help everyone understand that, you know, stop using the word failure and use the word feedback. You know, what did you learn from? OK, it didn't turn out exactly as you expected. so what can we adjust? What can we twist? What can we optimize? What do we need to do or change up so that we're moving towards that end goal? You know, people think absolutely, you know, they think that
1: failure is like the opposite of success when it's part of it. Absolutely. It's interesting because most, that's the point where most people walk away is Mm. that first or second failure. And I mean, it's crazy. If you think about like a doctor or a lawyer, or a professional athlete the path that they go to to get where they are and people get onto linkedin and they put out content for two months and then they're not getting the engagement they want and they quit like come on (laughs) come on yeah let's let's harden up a little bit let's figure it out if somebody else is doing it you can do it so spend the time to figure out don't walk away but that yeah i'm very passionate about doing things to to fail or to get your ass kicked. right i i I love doing hard things because they're hard like if it's hard i don't move away from it because it's hard it's like well that's gonna that's gonna create my character right i I love doing hard hard i don't even call them hard things you call them like challenges i love challenges
0: yeah that's gonna put you through the crucible and you're gonna turn out better if you keep through it and you, you keep learning to adapt you're gonna that challenge is going to be easy. It's just going to be a a yes. task, you know, so that's the big, I mean, in, in reality, I mean, re- really is failure. I mean, failure really is just when you give up, but outside of that, I mean, I don't mind failing. I mean, I've put out, I've put out stuff. Let's, let's take LinkedIn. You mentioned that. I've put out content. I've put out, you know, free PDFs and things like that into the marketplace and barely got receptive. But when I look at what I've got now from you know, what I had when I started, huge difference, you know, but you have to learn from that. Okay, so no one's buying this or no one's hiring you or no one's reaching out to you. Okay, so what do we need to tweak? What what needs to be done? So you're just going to consistently get better,
1: then you'll find that rhythm, you'll find that goal that you're looking for, but you can't give up. Absolutely. And this is another area where mindsets and like psychology, human behavior, uh, even... You know like how our bodies and minds have evolved like since prehistoric times that stuff comes That that something really relevant and when when i can explain to someone the reason why you're afraid to fail is because you don't want to look bad because the prehistoric version of you didn't want to get kicked out of a tribe and you don't have to worry about that anymore you're gonna be just fine when i can explain the reason why your mind thinks like that the reason why unfamiliar stuff comes because your amygdala processes things that are different as a threat, but really it's not a threat. When I can help people understand the science behind that, that's where it becomes truly powerful because the fear, you you see it for what it is and it's not a threat. Right. You, you understand why you feel that way and you can dance with it. Uh-huh. Courage isn't lack of fear or being fearless, it's understanding that it's there and acting in spite. But what I can do with like mindset and with helping people understand, you know, the development of the human mind is that that is supposed to be there. Like when you, when you get nervous to do something because you don't want to look bad, maybe you don't even realize that's why you don't want to do it. So you create excuses. Your, your subconscious throws up a, an excuse like, hey, I don't have enough time for this. I don't have enough money. No, that's basically because you just, you, your mind is trying to keep you safe. So when you when you start seeing that, Imagine the power behind that, my friend.
0: That's infinite growth. That's real growth. It's, you're you're surpassing, you know, what mentally is was initially keeping you back, but you're actually working through it. So that's yeah, that's what separates people from success, man. That's it. That's a huge part. So shoot, so let's let's do this, cause I'm. I mean, we've been dropping. Well, not me. Simon's been dropping some some heavy hidden gems in this episode, but I'm curious about this one. Someone's an up-and-comer, they they just started their business. What advice, what tip would you give to them? They just started yesterday. What tip would you give to them?
1: Probably my, we've covered a few gems here. Like you said, you know, I, I think giving and helping others along the way is so important because it builds that abundance mindset. But probably the one that I'm most passionate about is investing in yourself and your personal development Because if you're not willing to spend money or time on yourself, what is that telling your subconscious? It's telling your subconscious that you doubt you can succeed and that you're not worth it. There is no better investment that you could make into yourself by investing time and money. And if that's what you want, you've got to put you've got to put the wood in the fireplace before you start asking it for heat. And the way you do that is you start paying money and spending time on yourself. There's no better investment. Oof. I'm,
0: I got nothing to say to that. I'm going to leave that right there. Cause that's, I might have to listen and write that down. Actually. That was really good. <laughs> Ask it. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Whoa. Okay. So, um, Yeah, I hope you guys play, you know, not only just play this podcast just to play it, but like keep replaying it because you're going to have that lower self coming at you multiple times while you're trying to grow your business, trying to tell you that you're not worthy enough to to, you know, start this and grow this. And like to Simon's point, instead of, you know, challenging your own worth as the business ask yourself, this is the business worthy to be run by you. And then Re-listen to this podcast, go follow Simon and, and listen and, and read his content and digest it and reach out to him too, because that's what's going to really help you to develop that right mindset and ultimately be successful. So, Simon, how can how can people reach out to you? So we know LinkedIn, I'll put the info in the description. Is there any other ways that they can contact you or is that or is that the best way?
1: They can, they can find me on LinkedIn, Simon W. Parsons1 on LinkedIn. I'm also on Instagram, although I'm not as prominent there, Simon Parsons76 on Instagram. I will be starting a podcast with my good friend and co-host, Hallie Abulio, who is I call her my mindset twinner. Uh, We're starting a podcast called the badass activation podcast where we help people activate the badass inside of them that won't be coming for a couple of months but we'd love to have you as a guest on there my friend because it sounds like we serve the same motivated driven passionate individuals so let's help them out as much as we can my friend
0: that sounds good to me, and it, it would be a huge pleasure, man. And, and honestly, it's been it's been an honor having you on today's episode, too. I know there's a lot that can be learned from this. Thank you so much, man.
1: You bet. It's such an honor, my friend. I
0: appreciate that. And, and to everyone that's listening, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Passion, Pain, and Personal Finance Podcast. And I'll talk to you guys soon.